Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma. I'm thrilled to be here with you today. What a gorgeous day this is going to be. The sun is shining, and it's been rainy, and and, 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 and all the good stuff. And I'm going to be playing a little Garden in Matawan today and getting some supplies for the mainland. Uh, I'm not the mainland. What am I saying? I'm getting some supplies to go out to the island. And it's exciting. So exciting. So um, let me, well, I had some tea. My tea is gone. It's all gone. So I'm sitting on a gorgeous blanket that I'm making. I'm crocheting, uh, thanks to my mom, who left me her crocheting supplies that I haven't crocheted since I was 10 or 11. And I'm like almost like, <laughs> I'm closing up on my second blanket. So that's really cool and fun. And it's just, my hands are so happy to be doing it. As far as today goes, I, I'm not even sure. We're going to just see where this takes us because happiness is something you find within you. And being that this is the happiness show, that happiness show, I want you to really truly understand that happiness is something that you access from within you. And it's not an outside job. And it's not the world doing it to you. And it's not anyone giving it to you or making it happen for you. It's all about you and your state of being. It's a beingness. It's not pleasure. All right. It's not, it's not thrills. It's, it's not even necessarily, um, achievable. Like in a sense, it's like, it's in the uncovering, it's in the unbearing who you are that you remember your state of being is happiness. It is joy. It is bliss and you find it within you, and then the world aligns to join you and show you exactly, exactly, exactly that you're right. The world is always showing us that we are right. The world is showing us whether we are living in a state of anger or fear. It doesn't matter what it is. The world is showing us that, yes, indeed, we are right, because this world is a place that is the ultimate creative uh, flux. It's creative flux. And in creative flux, you get to, um, you get to, uh, manifest unconditionally all the time. So if you are holding a state of fear, then you will be manifesting fear. It's very, very simple. And isn't that fun too? Because if you, uh, want to create joy, you can. It's a choice. If you want to create love, you can. If you want to create bliss, you can. Jealousy, you can. You know, so look around at your own experience. What is going on in your own experience right now? And are you willing to take accountability for that? Take responsibility. So, mm, what is going on? So, 
you know what's going on because it's the first thing out of your mouth when you call your friends. It's the, it's the um, first thought in your head when you wake up in the morning. It's the thoughts that, that spin in your head during the day. That's what's going on. And it almost doesn't matter that there could be wonderful things happening outside because if anger is the predominant uh, energy floating in your mind, then you will have a tendency to focus on that. That will be your focus. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. There is just this amazing potential absolute amazing potential to create anything and everything and it's up to us to to shake off those shackles that we put on and the shackles of the belief that this is enough this is as good as it gets i'm you know i'm not good enough i'm not worthy these are the shackles that we've put on ourselves but i am here to tell you that anything is possible And all it takes is a little shift in your paradigm. So if you believe you never have enough money and there is some symbol out there that represents, I mean, and we're not talking expensive, a little symbol of wealth, a little symbol of abundance. For one woman, she wrote this awesome book. I can't remember her name now. She, for this one woman, she recognized that there were these expensive olives at the store. It cost $8 and those were something only rich people could afford. So one month she scrapped together the money to buy those olives and then she enjoyed them with her friend. And in that moment she was experiencing wealth and success and it opened and nudged open that door that yeah, success and wealth is accessible to her. It is possible for her. For myself, I was at a seminar and they said, what does success mean to you? Like how much money does, is the value of success to you and people were writing down their numbers. And when I went to write down a number, all that I came up with was owning my own paddleboard because in owning my own paddleboard, I knew that there would be this mindset that anytime I wanted, I could go out on the water. It'd be like I was on, I was retired. I was on vacation. I was done. I was at the, I was like, in the flow of being and you had to be successful to be in the flow of being. So that was the story I wrote. And it was funny because they looked at me like I was a little crazy and I was a little crazy because it was coming from a completely different place than all these other people who said, well, when I have a million dollars income a year and for me, it was owning my own paddleboard. And in the moment I said it out loud, I knew that success was mine. Now it was mine for the having now granted I, I held out, I savored getting my first paddle boards, and now I own six, so I'm super wealthy now, I'm super successful. I have six, and I'm open to buying more paddle boards. How exciting is that? <laughs> so, um, oh, I, I think that it's up to us to start to clean house, clear out the cobwebs, Recognize if our frequency is not up to par and take responsibility for that. It is a, it is a, a frequency job. It is not a, how hard can I work? How much time do I have? How healthy am I? 
It's none of that. All of that will follow the frequency. So this is why I've even had the, the opportunity to re-understand, re-see, have a new viewpoint on, on having a cold. Because I learned very young that when we have colds, our body develops a immunity to that cold. And it upgrades our body. But it probably does so many things we don't even know about. Our body's immune system is like magic. It is miraculous. And what I realized just recently with all of these shifts and expansions that I've had is that we're meant to live in, like, uh, in, in synergy with viruses. We are meant to live in synergy with them. We're not meant to fight them and resist them. All misery and all pain lies in the act of resistance. So what are we resisting? And I guarantee you it's not death because the, the viruses, if they just killed us, would, would self-destruct. They live in harmony with us. And I've even heard some reference that there's literally like pounds of viruses in us. And I, I find that like incredibly hard to believe because I didn't even know you could weigh a virus. And I heard someone say, yeah, there's pounds of viruses within us. They coexist with us. We are living um, ecosystems that involve viruses. And if it weren't for viruses, um, we would probably like, I don't know, combust or something. I don't know. But that's how these bodies were engineered. So that brought a whole new like perspective to having a cold. So what if having a cold and my nose is dripping is not, oh, I'm sick. But what if it was, wow, I have an amazing immune system. Wow, my immune system kicked in just like it's supposed to, and it's working well. What if having a runny nose wasn't a sign to run to the store, get a drug to make it stop? But what if it was an opportunity to celebrate the inner workings of my ecosystem and how powerful and beautiful it is? What if God didn't make any mistakes? What if? And if God didn't make any mistakes, then everything is always perfect as it is. And it's up to me to find the viewpoint that is a match for that situation and happiness. Wow, that is just so, so huge. It's my responsibility to find the viewpoint that is a match for the experience I want to have, regardless of what is going on outside of me. And in every experience that comes my way, I can find the viewpoint that is a match for my frequency. I don't know how many ways I can say this, but that was like a, I don't know, three or four right there. So what that means is if suddenly my best friend dies, I'm going tragic here because I want to be extreme, it's up to me to find the viewpoint for happiness. Now, if I want to experience sadness, I can find the viewpoint for sadness. If I want to experience bliss, I can find that. Joy, I can find that. Anger, I can find that viewpoint. But it's totally up to me to do this. So if I'm making a practice of living in a frequency of happiness, unconditional love, then chances are the 
experiences that will manifest around me will be that kind of experience. Now, if something is not feeling that way, I have options. Is it something that I need to participate in? If the answer is no, then I walk away. Is it something like, say my daughter is having trauma. I don't necessarily need to participate in that. But if I choose to, it's up to me to bring my frequency that I want to be in there. And that's where sympathy falls flat. Because sympathy in that situation would be me lowering my frequency to understand my daughter's viewpoint, to experience my daughter's viewpoint. Now, it's totally viable. You can do that. But what I want is to be a catalyst for healing. Um, I want to hold a frequency that my daughter will remember and, and will find her way back to. I want my daughter to have peace and healing. So why wouldn't I offer a frequency that offers that? And just because I offer the frequency doesn't mean she has to accept it. <clears throat> she may not be ready for that. So it's up to me to stay in the frequency that I want, that I choose. And no one, not a single person, can take that away from me. These are fast, fast moving times. And never before has there been such a demand for you to own your frequency. There's no cruise control for happiness. There's no cruise control for unconditional love. It has to be a moment-to-moment choice. Mm. Well, with that, I'm going to bid you adieu. Sending you much love and big hugs. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fawcett, host of That Happiness Show. God bless me.